We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, we're at Twin Peaks in Davie. Had the great pleasure today of having lunch with Joe and Cheryl Zagaki. It was quite enjoyable. Great people. And uh, we watched uh, Joe Zagaki chopping it up with your dad, Randy. <laughs> and I saw now, your father play. And now I see Cheryl Zagaki, his wife, talking with Randy. That's and, Randy going to uh, give you all you want, Hawk. <laughs> Joe Zagaki, voice of the Miami Hurricanes, with us. Hurricanes headed to the Pinstripe Bowl at the end of this month. By the way, before we talk uh, football here, reminder, Caneswear in Davie, which is right down the street here on University Drive, Perfect place to get your holiday shopping done, Canesware and Davey, or check them out online at canesware.com. Uh, you watched Randy Crowder play for the Dolphins? I did. 1974, 75. First round pick, I think, right? First Thank or second round pick? Randy was fourth. Fourth. Fourth round. I was third round. Yeah. I always mess with him because I'm better than him. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell There's him, definitive like, definitive proof. It was like, I. Like the, the facts are the facts, and me and him argue all day. But I was like, I'm better than you at football, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> He's still a big dude, huh, Joe? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is an intimidating yeah. dude, <laughs> man. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's talk about some of the pressing issues for today. Um, I'll get to UM in a second. What do you think about the college football playoffs bypassing FSU? And I couch it with because Joe and I were talking about it at lunch. I normally would revel in FSU's misery. There's Crowder's mom and son. I mean, it's like uh, it's like I didn't have to go Saturday night. <laughs> you see <laughs> everybody just come here. Is Ronnie Brown coming? <laughs> Ronnie's. Um, what do you think about the college football playoffs bypassing FSU? I thought it was a sham. I think it's terrible. Um, the we, we we've been told for years and years that the regular season is the playoff. Right. That's why the, the what's made college football so special, the regular season. Well, they just told us that the regular season doesn't matter. What matters is who ESPN wants to invite to the tournament, to the final four. Uh, that's what matters. If the regular season mattered, then the decision should have been made between Georgia, Alabama and Texas. And if they're saying the we took the four best teams, then that committee should be, I don't know, revoked or something. Georgia's not one of the four best teams, even though they lost to Alabama. If you're telling me it's just the four best teams, certainly Georgia is one of the four best teams. And then they say, well, who would you not want to play right now? I don't want to play Georgia ever. Yeah. So uh, Florida State did what they were supposed to do. They won every game in a power conference without their starting quarterback. And I thought they were really creative on Saturday. That's hard to do. Win a championship game with all the pressure on you with a third-string quarterback. I would imagine that in their coaches' meeting a week ago Monday, because they, they had to know that Rotomaker wasn't going to play. How are we going to do this? We got to win with defense. 
we got to win with special teams, and we'll be we'll just make sure that this kid doesn't screw it up on offense. Their only touchdown came off the Wildcat, and they throttled an offense that scored 38 on Miami. Quite frankly, so uh, I think they should have been in. I think if I'm a Miami fan, I look at that and say, wait a minute, how does it affect us? And what they just said is, hey, ACC, your football doesn't count. But, Joe, and I understand what you're saying, Joe. It's like you, you played 12 games, and now you see the record, and you're undefeated in those 12 games. You should be in the playoff. But you, we can both see that Florida State is not a good enough team to go play Michigan or go play Georgia yes. or go play those guys. Correct. So like, but, they are, but that doesn't matter because they earn their way in. That's like saying, okay, we're going to have the NCAA basketball tournament. But when we get to the Final Four, oh, wait a minute, it's Miami and FAU and San Diego State and UConn. Ah, that does not going to turn on a lot of TVs. We need Duke in there, so you guys are out. You know, yeah, yeah. The tournament didn't matter. We're going we're to invite these other three teams into the Final Four because it looks better. For, for television. That's what they did. They, they invited the matchups because they don't want to have what happened last year, which was they felt like, oh, well, hey, TCU, maybe they shouldn't be in, but we're going to put them in, right, a Big 12 team, and then they get crushed by Georgia. Yeah. So does a regular season matter or does it not? If it matters, I, listen, I get it. SEC, foot, SEC football is great. It's different. It's a gauntlet. It's a death march every week. I understand that. But that's the conference you're in. So deal with it. You can't always be, um, uh, well, we, we're in the SEC. We're allowed to have two losses. So basically what they said is Alabama, every year you get a mulligan. Right? Mm. You're getting, you got a mulligan. Yeah. You lost to Texas. You got a mulligan. So that Texas game didn't matter. Uh, Florida State, sorry, you're out because Alabama's in. Aronde did show me, I wasn't aware, but there is part of the college football playoff committee's criteria is absence of key players. Like, it is one of the bullet points that they're supposed to consider. Again, I think FSU got jobbed, and I don't think it's fair to preemptively punish a team because you think they might not be any better because they've lost someone, but it was part of the criteria that they're supposed to take into consideration hogwash i mean look i get it the quarterback's out but you're also preventing them from doing what they were able to accomplish they went to they went into uh, the swamp now albeit florida sorry about this channing okay. you know they're not the florida gators that of five years ago or whatever you don't have to <laughs> they're not very it that way they it's stink okay. they're not even bowl eligible but nonetheless <laughs> nonetheless i don't think people understand unless you're kind of in it what it's like to go into uh, the swamp or go someplace where it's really hard to play and win a game with your team without one of its best parts. And if you're able to do that, that says a lot about your team and your coaching staff. They did it back-to-back. You're actually saying that should be rewarded, should not be punished. Rewarded. Correct, yeah. yeah. It should be rewarded. What they did to go with all the pressure was on Florida State Saturday night, not Louisville. All the pressure was on Florida State and their coaching staff. They had to manage every single play. That kid was just begging to throw an interception. So what do they do? They go to the Wildcat, and the Talafui runs 70 yards. They get their only touchdown out of the Wildcat, and then their defense completely stifles Louisville. That should be rewarded. Louisville 
was number nine in the country for much of the you know for much of the year. Then of course they they lost to Kentucky uh, and kind of screwed that up. But nonetheless, I don't know. You're, you we're told that again the regular season is a playoff. That's what they say all along. Well, apparently it wasn't a playoff. The regular season is a playoff unless Alabama's just at the door and we can figure out a way to sneak them in. But it would be where you just take the you just take the SEC champion, the ACC champion, the Pac-12, and the Big Ten champion and put them in the Final Four. Well, I don't, if I they're don't undefeated, think, though, I don't I, think like, that's right. If if from those conferences, if one of those teams or all of them are undefeated and have won their conference championship games then, yeah, I kind of they're, feel that that is the right way to do it. Let say this. They're going, they're going to 12 teams. They have not yet come out with, will a conference – I don't think they've decided, does it go to conference champions? If, you, if they don't allow the conference champion to go to the playoff, then they're going to – it's just it, – it, they're going to sort of mess up college football even more than it is now. If – the beauty, They'll actually be bringing right. the demise of the conferences. Right. So the beauty of of having a conference champion go to the playoff would be this: that if you are not undefeated, then your fan base still has something to root for at the end of the year. If say your quarterback is hurt at the beginning of the season and you get him back late, and now all of a sudden your team has caught fire, and okay, you've got a loss or two maybe. But you go into this conference championship game and you win, well, now you're the hot team, which is what happens in college basketball. And in college basketball, there is always a tomorrow. The downside of college football has been, supposedly, there's no tomorrow. You lose in the regular season, most people know you're kind of out, Mm -hmm. unless you're in the SEC, where you get a mulligan. But the ACC has got a bigger problem. The ACC's got a problem, and they better figure it out that they're, they're holding on by a fingernail right now. Florida State wants out. Clemson wants out. I'm not going to speak for Miami. I don't know what they want. But I suspect they don't want to be stuck in a conference. They don't want to be left alone. They don't want right? to be the, uh, the be Will Smith, uh, the, the because, Fresh Prince. <laughs> right. uh, and there's, you can see where this is going. The teams that are, that are left right now – Next year are SEC and Big Ten teams. Mm-hmm. Washington is in the Big Ten. So is Michigan. Michigan's Big Ten. Texas is now an SEC team. Uh, the ACC and the commissioner have to figure out how they want how their conference can get more respect. They did a good job this year. They beat SEC teams, but they have not earned enough respect. Frankly, I think they spend too much time concentrating on what's best for Carolina and North Carolina State, and Duke, rather than what's best for all of them. And how they've allowed Notre Dame to skirt around all this is also uh, hurting the conference. They've allowed Notre Dame to dictate their terms. I, I think at some point you've got to say, you're in, you're out. You want to go to the Big Ten? Go to the Big Ten. You're not helping us. So you're in for basketball and field hockey and baseball. So what? What matters is football. Joe Zagacki. Speaking the gospel. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's uh, let's talk pinstripe bowl here for a second. Miami's going to go play Rutgers up in New York, which means you'll be uh, spending a, a day or two in New York City during the, uh, the Christmas season. Uh, Miami Rutgers and Pinstripe. Is it Jakari Brown that uh, that will be the quarterback? Well, we don't have anybody else, Hawk. There are no other quarterbacks <laughs> that I know of on the roster. Is he got going like to be a walk on or something? So. Is he going to be the quarterback next year? He's got to earn it. He's got to earn it, and he hasn't earned it yet. I do think that he. Uh, I always I was under the assumption that this redshirt of him this season was also part of his plan. He's got to earn it. A lot of things, we just saw what goes with the quarterback at the University of Miami. You better be good every week. Van Dyke was good for four weeks, not good for several weeks. It torpedoed the season, but it also turned the fan base on him, right? He had to deal with that. So if you're going to be the quarterback in Miami, I've said this over and over, it's a a 365-day-a-year job whoever's playing quarterback in Miami. And during the season, you got to be good every week. And um, I don't think Jakari Brown going into this season was ready to be great every week. I don't think his passing game was there. Now, hopefully, and I can't sit here and tell you, like, I went to practice to watch Jakari Brown, you know, work on his passing game. When I go to practice, I just go and want to watch and see what's going to happen this week. But he's a dynamic football player. I suspect if he played safety, he'd be really good. If he played wide receiver, he'd probably be really good. If he played running back, he'd probably be really good. He's a dynamic, uh, not a dynamic player. He's a dynamic person. I think he makes everybody around him better. So I'm excited to see what he offers in the pinstripe bowl. And then um, when that's over, he's got to make the decision Am I going to be the next great quarterback at the University of Miami and go from there? That's up to him. And, Joe, what, what happened to TVD? Like, I watched him two years ago play, it was like a month and a half of crazy yeah. quarterbacking, and then he comes out. Is it Shannon Dawson? Like, what happened to TVD? Now he's transferring. But I thought he was a high – he has high – I would say this, Joe. He has Heisman talent. But you just don't – you just didn't see it consistently. I would say – you know, that's a – I had multiple layered answer on that. One uh, is when I first saw him play as a freshman, not in the games, just watching him in practice, I thought, hmm. My first instinct was not processing information, not seeing the field, mm-hmm. the entire field. And I thought, hmm, I don't know if this is going to work. And then he was pushed into being the quarterback, and I was kind of holding my breath. And then – it. He took off, so I thought, I'm wrong. I was wrong. My view was wrong. My vision was wrong. Every now and then, you know, that happens, right? Yeah. I was wrong. And uh, and going into this year, everybody was kind of questioning Van Dyke, and I thought, well, wait a minute. He did it his freshman year. Last year was an aberration because of the injuries. I am confident he'll do it this year. Texas A&M game, I felt really good. I talked to him afterward. He said, oh, man, I've, I've never saw the field better. I was really accurate in that game. I thought, okay, we're back to where we were two years ago. Here comes Georgia Tech, and I don't – right from the get-go, he didn't look good. And even in the commercials, I would 
I was talking to Josh on the sidelines. I'm like, hey, is there something wrong with Van Dyke tonight? He doesn't even look like he's engaged in this game. I said, is he sick? Is there something wrong down there? And Josh, nope. He's kind of sitting by himself, but, you know, he's he's good. But I think um, I think what happened would be when you have success, teams are going to figure out how to make you unsuccessful. Yep. And he didn't make the adjustment. You know, they started dropping eight guys in the coverage and forced him to hold the ball and forced him to hold the ball too long, forced him to make decisions that weren't – I think he kind of was waiting for the perfect play to develop. And it just kind of uh, took off from there, became catastrophic, I guess, from there. Teams figured out what his weakness was. They attacked it. He got hurt, had played through the injury, and I think he lost his confidence. And I think he lost his confidence. And uh, I think at that position, one I've never played, but I think at that position, you've got to be decisive. You've got to see it, read it, and throw it. Yeah. And he wasn't seeing it, wasn't reading it, and wasn't throwing it. Joe, it's a weird world when you and I are defending FSU. It is. And, uh, <laughs> but like you said, it's a greater it's a greater argument. It's really more about the ACC even than just FSU. But for the for the sport, again, I revel in their misery because I don't like FSU. Well, we This listen, just happens to be unfair. What was more what, egregious? What goes around comes around. What's more egregious? The UM lost to Ohio State on a call that was made eight minutes after the play was over. Terry Porter. Or FSU (laughs) being left out of the college football playoffs. No, Hawk, you're forgetting. I know. I I remember. The year before. I remember. Miami Miami got left out. out. And that 2020 team probably was – well, no, that 2020 team, not probably, was every – the the, uh, 2000 team was every bit as good as the 01 team. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. 2000, they made Reggie Wayne on it. Dan Morgan. Uh, that was the computer, Santana though, Moss. right? That was the uh, well, they had a BCS. computer and, and voters voted on it. It was a combination. Yeah. They left Miami out. They would have crushed Oklahoma. Miami would have won the, the national championship that year. It was in the, in the Orange Bowl. It was the Orange the Bowl game. Bottom line, really, is, hey, FSU, suck it. We've been there. We've Whatever. been there. It's happened to us. Yes, uh, we're, we're going to carry your banner. <laughs> Done defending we're, you. We're going to carry your banner for Just one day. suck it already. <laughs> I don't Go. think Joe said that. <laughs> Paraphrasing. We're going to carry your flag for one day. Yeah, like, okay, it seems But unfair. now don't let us all down when you play Georgia in the Orange Bowl game. Yeah. Go figure out how to win that one. I got a million boo-hoo moments. All right, toughen up. Suck think, it up. Let me ask you this, though. Uh, if you're Florida State, yeah. you're, you're Keon Coleman, uh, you're uh, Jared Verse, are, are you playing in the Orange Bowl game? Whew, that's a good question, Joe. Johnny Wilson? No. No, not playing. I, it's a chance to get hurt. Is, is it that or is it because you're also angry that it's not the college football playoffs? It, it's, there's nothing behind it. It's if where, you're Florida State, if you're those key guys, do you go, hey, wait a minute, we're 13-0, if we win one more, we go 14-0, but it's still not going to matter. Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. And Guess what? College football doesn't mean anything to you. Doesn't no, mean anything to me. You're giving me an Orange Bowl ring that doesn't mean anything to the, 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 the pantheon of college football. You can keep your ring. I have an Outback Bowl ring. I don't know where it is, Joe. Well, I, I'm, just, I, I'm thinking that for some of those kids, they go down that road of, wait a minute, we, we gave everything we had 
We won our 13 games. We did everything we were supposed to do. You know, we, we laid it all on the line. You just told us it wasn't good enough. Now you want us to go play in your bowl game? Eh, maybe not. I don't. I I I would guarantee some of the kids don't play in that game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they should play. Suck it. I mean, listen, that happened. Can't just yell "suck it" at people. Huh? I think I have a whole new take on this FSU thing. <laughs> Suck it, Joe. Thank I can't you believe for coming I just out made a twenty-minute argument for Florida. I know. I know. You feel dirty, don't you? Got to go home and shower. shower. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Zagaki, thank you for coming out to Twin Peaks. Thanks we for lunch, Bob. Yes, anytime. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.